Welcome to episode one of the Empowered Finance podcast with your host, Sid Misra, certified financial planner based out of uh, northern New Jersey. Thank you all for tuning in um, for the inaugural episode of this podcast that I hope to be releasing every uh, two weeks. Uh, I wanted to just talk about GameStop because that is what everyone's talking about. That's what I've gotten you know, a ton of questions on from family and friends. And I just thought that uh, it would be good to explain what's going on in the market, um, explain why it's happening and kind of explain what, where I see this going, because uh, it's, it's going to be very interesting. So, you know, for everyone that's obviously been, been following along, um, the big news is GameStop, uh, this brick and mortar location to sell video games and also go and trade old ones in, um, the stock has jumped uh, an incredible uh, percent, you know, a thousand percent, whatever number it is, it used to be trading below 20 and now it's trading above 300. And it's interesting because the stock itself is, is not good. The business is not good. Right. And so why is all this happening? And so essentially we have to understand, you know, the, 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 the forces that are in play with GameStop and what's actually going on in the market. So just a quick uh, economics uh, lesson or finance lesson. When you own stock, you own a piece of a company. And so you own that stock because you believe that that company's business is going to do well. They're going to be profitable. They'll make money and the stock will be worth more later on and you can turn around and sell it for a profit. So you buy a stock for let's say $10 a share, the business does well and it's now $20 a share, you can turn around and sell it and and make a profit. Convert and that's and that's called going long. You're you're waiting to for the stock to go up. The the opposite end of that is a short position. And a short position is essentially a bet against that stock or company. And Wall Street hedge funds are notorious for making these bets because they'll look at a business and say, you know, just like GameStop, right? It's, it's a brick and mortar business that's selling video games where people can just buy them via Amazon or, or some online uh, company, or they can download it directly to their PS5 or their Xbox. And so there's really no place for a business like that. They're losing money every year. And so Wall Street says, you know what, instead of just focusing on the companies that do well, we can bet against a company that's not going to do well and that we think the stock price will go down and we can make money off of that. And so when you're long a company, when you're, when you're betting and you're wanting it to go up, you own the share and you can turn around and sell it later. When you're shorting a company, right, betting against it, you're borrowing shares. You don't actually own them. So what happens is you go out, these hedge funds go out and they borrow shares of GameStop from someone who has excess shares, right? There are many, many shares out there and they will turn around and immediately sell them in the market for whatever that current price is. So let's say it's $10 in the market. They borrow shares, turn around and sell it for $10. Their bet is that GameStop's share price will go down. Because what, well, what will happen is if the price goes down, they will immediately buy back those shares that they borrowed, right? And they've made, they've made money on the difference. They sold it for 10 and let's say they're buying back for five. They've made a $5 difference. 
And now they have to go down. Now they will go back and return those shares to whoever they borrowed them from. Right. So they made a $5 profit. They give a little bit of interest to the, the borrower or whoever they borrowed from um, as, as interest, but they've walked away with a profit because the share price went down. Right. So you, you borrow shares, you turn around and sell it, make, make that money. When the price goes down, you buy it for a discount and then uh, give back the shares and keep the profit. Now, what, what, what ends up happening on the other side is if the share price ends up going up, right? So you borrow shares, you immediately turn around and sell it on the market for, let's say, $10. If that price goes up to 20 you're on the hook to buy those shares because you made a promise to that person you borrowed from that, hey, I'm going to borrow these shares. I'll give them back to you by a certain date or, in a, or within a certain amount of time. So the price goes up and you're like, oh boy, okay. So now I have to go back out and buy them at, let's say $20 a share or maybe $30 a share, right? So now you're losing money on that. And where your your benefit could be limited, right? Because there's no stock price that can go below zero. So you have a limited upside gain as a short seller. There's no real theoretical limit to how high a stock price can go. So you can end up losing. I mean, there's no, there's no limit to how much money you can lose on a short sale, which is why they're very, very dangerous. And, and really only hedge funds and, and uh, people who really, really know what they're doing um, do short selling. Uh, so, so this is kind of what's happened here is, uh, hedge funds have made a bet against GameStop, right? Where they've borrowed those shares, they've sold it uh, in the market, and then they're waiting for the price to go down so that they can rebuy it and make money off the difference. Now, now here's where the power of the internet comes in. Uh, essentially what's happened is someone on, Reddit, which is um, a website that aggregates and uh, pulls things from all over the internet together. And it basically gives a forum for people to talk and comment on articles or videos, or in this case, for the Wall Street subreddit, uh, for, the, for the subreddit Wall Street Bets, talk about different stocks and trading and all that. And because you know of apps like Robinhood, um, and, and on just the advent of that technology, it's more readily available to people. Last year, 2020, over 10 million uh, new brokerage accounts. So Robinhood's a brokerage, and you can open up a brokerage account there. Over 10 million new accounts were opened up uh, around the U.S. So that's Robinhood and all the other platforms there. Um, so what someone on Reddit figured out, which is really interesting, is they saw how many people have shorted a particular stock. They saw that GameStop stock was shorted 149%. Uh, so technically, there were more shares shorted than there actually were shares that existed. And so someone on Reddit had the idea of, well, these hedge funds have really overextended themselves or have, have really put themselves in a position where they bet against GameStop. If we get enough people to buy the shares of GameStop and buy the stock, the price will go up and we're going to actually hurt the hedge funds. We're going to squeeze them. We can make money, but more importantly, for a lot of people, we can hurt the hedge funds. And that's what they ended up doing. And so 
you know, they effectively crowdsourced an investment strategy of just getting into um, GameStop to drive the price up artificially because there's no business reason why the stock should be up as high as it was. I mean, it, I think it hit like 500 last week and then recently was, was at 300. And while I'm recording this on Sunday, it's, it was at 300. So, or above 300. And there's no, there's no reason why that price should be there. The business is not, does not uh, uh, give you any evidence that the, the, the price should be there. So this is all basically just done by people flooding the market with demand um, and, and there being less supply. And now they're holding on to these shares. So, you know, a lot of people are asking, why are they doing this? Aside from kind of making money, which, you know, you, you, you will, the, you know, the, the, the value of the shares has gone up, right? 300, 300 and whatever dollars a share. If you sold it, you'd made money. But really, why are people doing it? And I think it's, it's, it's a very interesting point in history that we'll, I think, probably look back on as the start of just kind of this disruption and how we, we do finance. But one, I just think um, people are bored, right? Uh, the pandemic, we can't really do much. We're waiting for the vaccine to come out and people are bored. Um, I remember last year when the pandemic started and a lot of sports were canceled, you know, everyone was getting on these apps. Everyone was getting on Robinhood. Dave Portnoy, the, the founder of Barstool was talking about, oh, investing because, you know, he likes to gamble and he, he wants to do all those things. So um, people are bored and, and, and they have nothing better to do. So they, they want to have some fun. And I think for them, a lot of them, it is fun. I think the second reason is just there's a lot of people doing it. Again, there's access, right? I mentioned before, 10 million new brokerage accounts were open in 2020. Um, it's the most ever. I mean, that's Basically, just a crazy number. So now all these people have access to um, to to trading, and they want a piece of the action, right? And again, I think the biggest thing that I see is just it's a big fu to the system. Um, they have this disdain for suits and the people who they they feel are running the country and play by different rules. Um, if you see and you read some of the posts on reddit uh a lot of these people were you know in high school when when the 2008 2009 financial crisis happened and they saw their families lose their jobs their houses you know many many families have not had steady income or steady jobs since then and they've seen you know wall they saw wall street at that time get a bailout they saw wall street at that time no one go to jail and then they were left just like with, with nothing, right. There was no bailout for main street. And so a lot of people saw that they saw the amount of money that was made since then um, in the, in the markets while the economy has done better, but still a lot of people are, are struggling. And then especially with COVID where, you know, where a lot of people are forced to be at home now, they can't make money and yet the stock market's at all time highs. And so they look at this as an opportunity to, exact some revenge, um, an opportunity to, to do something that they, anything to, to get some sort of, uh, uh, revenge on, on these people. And I think it's, it's very interesting, um, why they're doing it. Um, it, it's, 
it, it's, it's why I think a lot of them are just saying we don't care about losing money. There are those who have put in a few hundred bucks, a few thousand bucks with the understanding that like, yeah, if it goes down to zero, I don't care as long as I can effectively bleed out a, a hedge fund. If I can effectively cost them money and screw with them a little bit, you know, they lost more money and their family suffered more than, than what this loss would be. So I don't think that they really care in that regard. So, so what was the reaction? I mean, obviously it's all people are talking about in the news. It's, it's all of wall street, CNBC, Fox business, wall street journal, everyone's talking about. Um, and it's bringing up some interesting points because, you know, last week we saw Robinhood halting trades, some other platforms halting trades um, for GameStop specifically for some other securities, I believe, but for GameStop specifically. And then we're finding out that, you know, some of these hedge funds are able to get out of their positions or cancel their shorts while other people are being uh, effectively frozen out of the market. And so, you know, in, in a country that screams about capitalism all the time and, and thinks about it as, as a religion, really, in my opinion, um, and I have no problem with capitalism. I just think that, you're seeing two sides to it, right? You're seeing capitalism for everyone when Wall Street's making a ton of money and then you're seeing them wanting some sort of regulation or help when the tables are turned and they're losing money because people are standing up to them. And so this this doesn't look like a free market. This doesn't look like capitalism. I hope that we, we find out what's going on. Uh, it's just funny to see like AOC and Ted Cruz agreeing on this politics aside. Um, and a lot of people are coming together and saying like, this is not right. So uh, yeah, you know, Robin hood uh, uh, not acting like Robin hood and effectively stealing from the poor and, and giving to the rich. Um, but I think too, the the larger piece of this and the thing that I keep thinking about is, the future of finance. Um, you know, these people want to have a decentralized way of doing things. They don't want to play by the rules anymore. They don't want to have markets that are only open to between nine nine thirty a.m. and four p.m. Um, on non-U.S. holiday days, right? And and closed on the weekends. They want access to the market twenty four seven, three sixty five, with no rules which is, it's dangerous, but <clears throat> excuse me, at the, at the end of the day, you know, it's dangerous, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the truest form of a free market. I don't know if I would be investing my money there or my client's money there, but um, that's what people want. And I think that's where it's going. You're looking at decentralized currencies. You're looking at the talk of decentralized markets. Like I was saying, um, you know, you're talking about people effectively coming together and getting a thousand, 10,000 people together to start their own hedge fund to throw their weight around. Um, and so the internet has really just leveled the playing field. I think the average Joe and main street understands that if they want the same power, they're going to have to do it together, obviously. And I think people are willing to do that, um, for the right reasons. And so Mark Cuban even said, um, you know, it'd be interesting companies that may not have a shot otherwise uh, that are, you know, that may be socially uh, helping people and helping the environment, whatever, that may not otherwise get funding 
you could see this kind of crowdsourcing of, of private equity or something like that. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see going forward. I'm super excited. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what happens with GameStop because at the end of the day, the music will stop eventually. Uh, it's going to end. It, it, there's just no way that's going to be sustained. And so, you know, if that means that the price comes down and people lose money and hedge funds lose money, I mean, that is, that's the risk you take, right? That's the risk you take when you buy and sell securities, you can lose money. Um, and so I think that is important to remember. Someone's going to lose money. Someone's going to be left holding a bag of, uh, you know what, at the end of all this. So I hope uh, this first episode wasn't rambling too much. This is the first time I'm doing this. Be nice. Uh, uh, please subscribe. I appreciate the support and uh, look forward to doing the next one. Thank you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Content in this material is for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual.